Good evening, good evening. This is episode three of Double Jeopardy. I want to tell everybody happy hump day. Today is Wednesday. Hump day, baby. If your ladies post your woman, your man with ladies too. Ladies to the special woman crush Wednesday, you know what I'm saying? In the LGBTQ um, era. In this LGBTQ uh, era, you know. Um, how you been, man? It was Easter, Easter weekend. How, how did things go? Easter weekend, you know, from Jacksonville, Florida, like I expressed in episode one. So I can't just, you know, drive home. Home is a good 13 hours away for the kid. So I decided to treat myself. To a camera program. No, on Sunday. Oh, no, Sunday. On Sunday, I decided to go to, you know, Union Street Dine. You feel okay. that? The one that we thought we canceled? Mm-hmm. It wasn't canceled to me, though. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Saturday, you know, I said I supported uh, my boy here, Zowo, his his organization, you know, Cap Alpha Side had a probate. Congratulations to the Neos Spring 19. Congratulations to the Neos, man. Happy for him, happy for him. You feel me? So, let's get into this thing. What's, what's been the news now lately? What's been going on? We got a stock drop. Stock drop. And for unfortunately, unfortunately, this is my city. And for all y'all who are out there that don't know what a stock drop is, a stock drop is Someone whose stock is dropping due to a recent activity that they were participating in or are part of. And the stock drop this week is Q Money. Because, uh. <laughs> hey, uh. ain't shit funny right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. I just said, uh, unfortunately, from the looks of things, it sounds like he doesn't. Caught a body about a week ago. Week ago. And Bobby Schmerz is still locked up. Oh, my goodness. Free him. Uh, Free him. Condolences goes out to the victim's family. If it was him, these are allegations. We don't know if it's true or not, but it was happened in Atlanta. Um, you know, when allegations come about a black man, the first thing he was show up the comments on Instagram, which Q when he did, he showed his comments off. And I said, I didn't want to believe this. Honestly, to be real, he didn't come up as that type of rapper. To be real, like he was just bust somebody. He was chill, man. He sounded like he was really chill. And it sounded like he was from Euclid. Or he was from, you know, he, he said so many other things. Good, but I knew that new one said he was from Euclid. I think he said he was from St. Clair. And some also say he was at though, you know, so that's in the right area. I grew up in a little farther away. But, um, yeah, how do you feel about that? The reason why we chose him as a stop jump is because, man, he has so much going good for himself. It's kind of, it's kind of similar. He was similar. a song away. He was a song away. He was doing great. And me being from Jacksonville, you know, and coming up to Ohio, we hear a lot of Ohio rappers, you know, Cleveland rappers, Cleveland rappers. You know, from freshman year, Lil Cray was he was hot up here, and um, Q Money has been in the discussion lately. And it just sucked to see another rapper who was so successful go down. Man, hopefully he beat charge. But yeah. then again, how does that make us look? Well, that'll make me look any tough because I didn't, I didn't know Q Money made Q Money look, look bad. In the bit, like I said at the end of the day, I always say, we gotta stop claiming other people's crimes. It's physically impossible, it is impossible to stop crying. The word is crime, it's not black on black crime, it's not white on white crime, it's not Indian on Indian crime. The word is crime. You're gonna commit crime to where you live around. Mm-hmm. If you live around a bunch of black people, who you think you're gonna commit the crime to? A bunch of black people. When white people commit their crime. The only time they commit against a black people because it happened to be a rap black person walking down the street. They commit the crime to it. But most likely, if you're in an all white area 
and the cops get caught, it's going to be an all-white crime. So, let's just keep the word as crime so this doesn't make me look any bad because the guy's from my city. And it shouldn't make Vaughn look bad because Vaughn's from Jacksonville. It shouldn't make that guy in California who don't even know who Q-Money is but hurt his own meat look bad because he doesn't know Q-Money at all. And Kodak Black is making us look bad already. But... Patience look bad already. Alright, so the topic today is uh, bullying. First topic. First topic today. And there was a young man named... What's his name? Nigel Shelby? Nigel Shelby. He was a 15-year-old boy who committed suicide. Condolences out to his family. Young, a young black man First who was a part of the LGBT community that he said he was gay. And they say he was bullied on because he was gay. But how do you feel about that? Saying he was bullied on because he was gay. To begin, once again, condolences to his family. Um, these are one of those cases where it's kind of like you lost words just because it's like not only is LGBTQ not accepted now in our society, but you got to think. He died at the age of 15, correct? Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, man, the youth is hardcore, you feel me? Like, it's some bad-ass kids in the world we live in, dog. And they don't care about no one. Like, they don't care about no one or nothing. Like, they don't, they just don't care, dog. And I even remember me being in, me being in that, um, that's the situation as far as being a badass kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was at the laundry mat one time with my mom, and I see, you know what I'm saying? I see an overweight person, and I just walk up to him like, dang, you big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I like, but then it, it's kind of like, what what do you do? You feel me? Because it's, it's kind of like, you have those parents that just say, well, kids going to be kids, and then you have one of the parents that say, you know, well, it's time to put a kid in line. But then again, it's like, what age do you know when to put a kid in line? You feel me? Uh, see, it's messed up. I tragic incident for a for young man, Nigel. Um, one thing we got to stop is uh, separating why the kid was bullied. To me, was he gay? Yes. Does gay people have a high chance of suicide? Yes. But don't forget, he was bullied because he was around a lot of other insecure kids. Unfortunately, the fact that he was gay, that might have been. Uh, some of the words they were using, like faggot or homo or whatever, whatever words they were using towards him. But like I said, everybody gets bullied. Though. We can't just say, oh, because he was gay, he was bullied. That's when you try to separate. But once again, I don't like how they try to put the gay agenda on the black community that they, that they have been doing because of since Barack Obama. Uh, like I said, people get bullied on every day. You, you can't stop bullying. That's one thing we can't stop. Like I said, I got bullied on growing up as a kid, and I was not gay. I was a straight young man. I got bullied on because I, I, I have a pair of forces or a pair of J's. I only had K-Swiss. I got bullied on because I, I had a stutter. I got bullied on because when this I was wearing Amber Crombie and Fish Fest when it was hot, and they had ripped hose, and I was in caught a little white boy throughout the school for wearing this where our school adopted the dress code policy. So when you say, oh, did I get bullied on because I was straight? They don't, they ain't gonna say that. They gonna say I just got bullied on. So we gotta just call it what it is. He got he was around a lot of insecure young young kids who don't really know life yet, you know. And uh, to to this day, like bullying still happens. So we can't just continue saying 
that, oh, because he, he's gay or because he's this, that's the reason why he killed himself because he was bullied because he was gay. He probably just got bullied because he was he was, he was was different. It's like, I got bullied because I was different. No. Because uh, we were violent on the football team, so he probably didn't get He's probably bigger than everybody. Wait, but, so the question I have, wait, so so did you have the white case list or the black list? I think I had a pair of both, but like, Either or, you still got bullied on because, like I said, around the time, you know, give me two pairs. Okay. The song was hot, you know what I'm saying? For the sake of black case, which, you know, <laughs> black is just like black Reeboks, you know what I'm saying? They get you bullied up real. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, every, like I said, it happened, and this is what kids do. Kids are going to be kids. And unfortunately, you understand, a lot of these parents, even though they're raising their kids, they don't be around their kids once they get into school like that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, kids basically raise themselves throughout. The, throughout the day, because you're just, you break down an hour. I'm a finance major. Just break down an hour. So you think about it. How often did you see your mother when you was when you started going to school? How often did you see your father? If you woke up at eight a.m., was most school started, you would, you and you in school from eight a.m. to two p.m. If your parents working nine to five, they don't get off until five. So say you got like a basketball practice, a football practice, or some chess club at the school that runs to eight. You don't get home until about eight thirty nine. Your mother preparing dinner. And you back to going to bed to sleep to wake up at 8 a.m. the next day. Mm-hmm. So you basically kind of are raising your raising yourself, but also getting raised by your parents. So that's all when you come back home, your parents are like, when, when did you learn that language? When did you learn this one? Because, yeah, you've been working. Like I said, I was picked on because I had a single mama raising us with three kids. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you, when you, when you, when you try to put the topic on, he was, really, he was gay on it. That makes it seem like, oh, that's all gay. Oh, black people just hate gay people. And that's what they try to do. He got bullied on because he was he was a kid around a lot of other kids that was getting bullied. Yes, he was gay. He probably was not as tough skinned as a lot of kids. But like I said, the bullying that happened to me at a young age was affecting me until I was drunk. It took me a while to know my, my, my bullying shit that was going on to me. So, like, uh, how do you help me feel about this? I, I, I got something else to say about it, too. Yeah, that, that, that's, you, you, you touched head on it. Like, and I feel like that that's a problem with, with you know, the LGBTQ community, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, they feel that they have to they have to defend themselves versus everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, even 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 last episode, we had the two two guests on here, the um the two um, lovely ladies of Sydney Game of Sword Incorporated. They were saying, you know what I'm saying, if a gay dude come around, y'all, y'all gonna be like, hey, I don't mess with you, like, get away from me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, it's kind of like, that's the image that they have, so they feel like it's them against the world, you know? And, and uh, what they have to understand is, y'all aren't the only people getting bullied, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's other people getting bullied. You understand this lynching just got considered a hate crime in 2018. And people still getting lynched. And they call it a suicide. But lynching, lynch, grabbing black, running people up the street, and hanging them to a tree, that just, and that's been going on since the 18, whatever, before the end. That just got considered a hate crime. It was predominantly happened to black people. So at the end of the day, you understand you're, you're different. You, 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 you have different actions. But what I want to hit on this is like, live with your decisions. Mm-hmm. If you decide that you're gay, you can't just only accept the good that come with being gay. You got to accept the bad. You got to accept the people treating you differently because you're gay. You got to, unfortunately, just don't be around those people. Just be on your own one too. If I honestly, if I was a young man, Nigel, I probably wouldn't have came out at that young of an age because you don't know all those kids. You don't know what the hell 
gonna happen when you come around at that young of age. Like if he was grown like 19, 20 and came out, it could it could have been he was more mature when he was able to handle people not really messing with him that much. When you a fifteen year old kid, that and also he was born that way. He, it, it, it had something probably happened to him later on early in his life. He felt like he had he had, you know being being gay. But what I'm saying is if that's that's the life you want to live, if that's what you want to be, accept what you want to be. Don't force everyone else to accept what you want to be. Because at the end of the day, I don't have to accept anything. I don't have to agree with with you with what you agree with. You you, you know what comes with the life of being gay. Mm-hmm. The uh, discrimination, people acting funny. It's not just gonna be a parade. Oh my God, we're happy we're actually gay. It's not, that's not gonna always happen. It's not gonna be a this everything celebration. Everything's happy for you. That's not how life works. It don't work like that in nobody's life. Mm-hmm. Any decision like you get is ever a drug dealer. I, I view them both the same way. They would, some had to happen where they had to sell drugs. Some had to happen where they had to end up being gay. I always said that. I know it don't make sense, but I really feel like I live in the same way. If a drug dealer out there selling weed on the corner, crack on the corner, and he ended up getting caught for 25 years, that's the life he chose to live. Mm-hmm. Or being on a t-shirt, that is the life he, he chose to live. If you out there dipping and dabbing with the same sex and you end up catching a deadly disease like HIV, that's the life you chose You chose to live. No one told you to be gay. No one said, hey, you have to be gay. No one said that, oh, I only want you to be gay and that's it. You feel like you were gay. You feel like you're attracted to men. Okay, cool. Accept everything that comes with that life. Don't try to look for pity. Don't try to look for no no one to baby you or this and that. This is life you chose. So accept every decision. That come with your life. What I don't like is when someone says what I'm saying, they quick to call him a homophobic. They're, 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 they're quick to call him a a he just hate gay people. There's not one thing I said that I dislike gay people at all. Mm-hmm. One thing that I always been with Obama is that he for some reason the truth has become a hate crime. The truth really has become a hate crime over these many of years. Like if a black man says, listen, you can be gay, just don't come over with that. I don't appreciate that. Oh, you just hate gay people. Oh, you're homophobic. Like, no, that's that's not what it is. If that's just how I, that's how I was raised. You was you you was raised to be the way you are. Your environment, unfortunately, sometimes your environment. If you was getting probably unfortunately molested by one of your uncles or one of your cousins, and you didn't tell, and you ended up catching a sexual attraction to another man, to another man. That's unfortunate. I understand, and it's easier to say you were born gay than actually explain that to someone that you were actually molested. And I understand that. It's easier to say you're born that way. But like I said, you have to accept what comes with the lifestyle that you just try to live in. So live. Because like I said, I, like I said I, I'm very open about my upcoming life. I didn't learn how to read until 9th grade. You know what I'm saying? On my ACT, I got a 13. On the second time I tried it, I got, I got a 9. You feel me? And... I didn't learn how to spell my middle name until I, until I got to college. I was 19 learned how to spell my middle name my second semester of college. Right. So, now, you know, even when I post stuff in the group, the group chat, to be funny or say something funny, and I misspell a word, they think, I like, sometimes it just happens like that. I still learn how to do, do, do things with the, I have a very bad learning disability. But like I said, and I, I decided to come to college. Did anybody force me to come to college? I decided, so, and when, I, when I'm up in there crying, wondering, like, why, why I'm going to go out and party and don't have to study for this exam I got to study for? I don't and party, by the way. I, I'm just saying to get an exam. Oh, yeah, we throw me out here, man. If I have to go out, if I have to stay in until 3 a.m. 
just to possibly get a seat, you know, no matter how hard I study for it. This is the life I chose. Mm -hmm. I can't sit up there and look for pity, like, well, I didn't learn how to read since ninth grade, that's the reason. Listen, listen, this is the life I chose. Or when I post a funny ass message in the group message to some people, and some people think it's annoying, and they figure out, damn, he can't spell that, he can't spell it, and they come at me talking about me. I can't just go at them back like shit. I chose to put that in there. Mm -hmm. I can't say, oh, they're bullying me. This is something I chose to do. So that's how I look at the situation. But, uh, uh, so how do you feel about leading kids around down the wrong the wrong path? On to Miss Charlie Sterone. Charlie Sterone. So <clears throat> for all of y'all that isn't aware of this lady right here, man, she she she's so Charlie Sterone is an actress, movie actress. She started in uh well, she starred in a ton of movies, Monster, Long Shot, you know, Tully, Mad Max, um, The Fate of the Furious, Snow White, boom, boom, boom. Decides to adopt two African-American kids. So, can you please tell us before the war she's known these kids? So, she has a daughter. She also has a son. Her son is seven. But she's calling him her daughter. The son at seven years old that did not go to proof, did not go through puberty yet, told her at four years old that he is a girl. That's what she said. We went in the household. We, we, we wasn't there, so she could say anything. I think she actually said three years old. But a three-year-old, four-year-old boy told, told you that he was a girl. Actually, you even said, Johnson, you didn't even know that she, that he was even a boy until he told you that he was a boy. He just felt like a girl. So you go get him dresses, dress him up in dresses, dress him up in wigs, dress him, have him walk in public with this stuff on, right? Mm -hmm. And then tell the world he's a transgender little boy. A little boy that don't know nothing about life yet, he's already a transgender little boy. And what do you think the color of these kids is? Black, like my people say. They are black kids she adopted. We have to stop letting these white people adopt our black kids. And that's just period point. They are experimenting with these kids. You should see how she got these little kids looking. Yes, one is a little girl, a biological, the other one's a biological little boy, and he's already considered a transgender boy. And you know some of these comments? The comments is oh, okay, like I'm with this, it's okay. Now listen, 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 listen. Me and Ron said yesterday. The rate of suicide for transgender people is 50%. Mm -hmm. Now, 50% for a small group of people is everybody not trying to die. That's a very small group of people who decide to chop their body parts off or add body parts off. For your suicide rate to be at 50%, this goes back to what I said earlier. Live with your damn decisions. Do, do, not, do not feel like you've got to kill yourself or attempt suicide because no one is messing with you because you decided to chop off your penis. 
you decided to drop off or add on to yourself a penis. Even though a lot of people know it ain't that really a big deal when, when a girl is LGBTQ, they just put themselves in an argument. It's really the biggest deal when, when a guy is. And we mm-hmm. all know that the action show. Mm-hmm. But these, like I said, men that's going through this, you decide to do this. No one is telling you to go get injections to make and get hormone pills and do it to make your voice sound softer. So when there's no straight man coming for you, they get mad because there's no straight man that want to talk to them. Then when they feel alone, because like there are some women that don't like this shit either. That won't, won't be around you either. Unfortunately, I know our black women love to okay the gay community, but it's a certain level that they're going to okay. So when you're alone and you're in these any situation by yourself and you just feel like you're alone and no one's hearing, no one's hearing your voice, and you feel like taking your life is the only way. Remember, this is a choice you decided to do. Alonzo or Vonda tell you, hey, go chop your penis off. Because we want you to be a transgender. So then, if Alonzo or Vonda, we want to conversate with you because we just feel like, hey, nah, we good on that. Because we don't want to speak to you. Because we don't, we don't want to say it in our face. And we don't want, we don't want our kids saying something like that. Don't quickly call us homophobic. This is the choice you decided. I'm back to the lady, man. She claims that after three years of having a kid, she didn't know that he was a boy. What the fuck? <laughs> I just want to know, like, how can you not tell a little boy? A little boy, like, come on. Who's, who, who's bathing this kid? Because how are you bathing this kid and you don't see nothing now? The art, like, this is the lot. This is the bull crap that they love to say. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Look at this, look at this. If you have an all white dog and painted pink or purple, they will crucify you. Especially if it's a black man. If you have an all white dog, you change the color of their hair, you will get crucified. If you have a little boy that's black, you put him in a dress. It's okay. Like, come on, stop now with me. <laughs> that is crazy. Really, though. really, really stop. Stop the, like, we really, honestly, man, we are in a crisis. We, we, it's so much separation within our black community, bro. It is. Let's just name them out. What's the separation? Thugs. Then you got the normal people who try to work the 9 to 5 that got scared of the thugs. You got the LGBTQ. Yeah. Then you get the, the straight people who just don't agree, not dislike them, just don't agree with the life they're living. Mm-hmm. Then you got the middle class and the rich people, the college kids that they feel like they're better people is not a college. Look how many separations that there are in our communities. That's why we can't get nothing passed. Because the moment we try to argue something, there's some shucking and jobbing, shambo licking black man that, oh, why do you got to have a hand out? Or it's some LGBTQ member. Why does a guy have to be a man? Why why can't it just be a person? Trans. Then you got it's just then you got your sympathizers on both sides. You got people who who support thug criminality. You got the ones like, bro, chill out. We don't want that in our community. Put the guns down. Yeah, motherfucker rapping about putting the guns up. We are so separated at this point in time. And you wonder why we cannot get nothing passed. We confused, man. We confused. We are, like, and we are only, honestly, honestly, 
We are the only coach you could convince that anything is true. Any little thing is true. You could be born this way. You could be born that way. There's no such thing as this. There's no such thing as that. The world is flat. The, oh my God. You are the only. I just, I'm just shocked. Like at this, at this point, like it, it is getting, it's getting out of hand at this point. And I don't know, like. I just, this is how I see this going. I, re- I said this uh, one time to myself. It's going to get to a point where jobs are going to get to the point where, like, okay, there's not enough women working in this job, right? Or not enough transgenders working in this job. So they're going to have to start firing black women and firing black men to get these jobs, right? And you know, from the black man, from the black, we always try to find a way to get our own money. Don't be surprised when they do pass that law because y'all allowing a lot of the stuff that's going on. You see a lot of men just purposely putting on wigs and oh, I'm transgender just to get, get the damn job. <laughs> just like, uh, <laughs> just like uh, Beauty Shop, the dude who was acting, acting like he was gay just to get a job. Remember at the end? Yeah, like, don't be surprised when that start to happen and they, and they don't normalize it. That's the reason why they, 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 they need us to promote so much stuff. That's why they do the LGBT. Because we the own for some reason. That's why they put it on us. Because they already know that the North American black man is the culture of the world. Mm-hmm. Man, the United States black man, but you can throw the, the Canada black people up in there too. We are the culture of the United States, of the world. Everything we do, the rest of the world do. So when they see us walking in the real housewives of Atlanta with some wig on, or looking like E.J. Johnson, ah, oh, no, Magic Johnson, sorry, I just, oh, when they see stuff like that, they're normalizing that with in certain people. That's why, they, like, that's they just look at these kids as like ten years old Instagram. Let me go to their Explore page. Watch how there's a lot of LGBTQ on their Explore page. Do you ever your Explore page on Instagram and like it's based on the stuff you do, you do like? Mm-hmm. I remember it was a certain time, a point, a point in time where I don't go to my score page, it was just a lot of black gay men just on my fucking score page. I'm like, who the fuck do I follow? <laughs> who is so I'm blocking like, that's yes, I was blocking. I'm blocking like, because I don't want to see stuff like that on my score page, right? I'm like, what the heck? Then I, I, it dawned on me like, that's how they push their propaganda. Mm-hmm. That, that That's how they get a lot of these confused motherfuckers out of because they, like, you, you turn on your phone, you turn on TV, man kissing man. You do everything you do is basically media propaganda, and and that's what they're trying to do normalize. And we and I feel we're catching on to it, and we're we're speaking about it like, listen, let's get an example today. We saw what's today. Out of all the rooms in the Baker Center, the MCC is the room that decided to use them to merge the LGBTQs in it. Who was in the MCC most of the time? Number black people. <laughs> No one else goes to the MTC for about nothing but black people or people who's descendants of black. And when it's time to merge with another office, out of all these offices in this big ass building, let's add them to the black office. And now people saying, we don't want this. How did this happen? And now you want to protest about this shit. Protests don't do nothing but get your black ass wiped up. <laughs> That's all they do. 
and they're gonna go about the shit anyway. That's all protest. And you know how they get when a black people are. White people love to protest. The cops just stand there, shake their hands. Gingerbread cookies being handed out. Oh my God. Hands crossed on their arms, their shoulders, like they're, 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 they're comfortable. Soon as the black protest, they got those little clear shields, masks, uh, the little the little smoker cans, the horses, the horses, them damn horses, shotguns going off in the air, like oh my god, them damn horses undefeated. Oh my god, I tell you that. Then, oh, don't hit the horse. Assaulting a police officer. <laughs> like oh, one girl trying to stand in front of the horse, talking about black power. Horse ran her dumb ass right over. <laughs> And they teach the horses that, by the way. Like, they teach the horses to run motherfuckers over. Black people. But they teach them to run people over, like, for real. That is beyond Man, oh, man. So, <sighs> to another topic. This is this is around Vine. But he loves to do it. He loves some hip-hop, don't you, Vine? Yes. He loves some hip-hop, don't you, Vine? I love hip-hop, too. Yes. What's, what's your problem with hip-hop right now, bro? So, boom. Going into the hip-hop culture, I've been... You know, reading my sources, been on the source, been on Double XL magazine, and the shade. Shade. So we have a lot of news in hip hop culture. We have Offset being found for a current charge, and what do you know? We have Cardi B arguing that rapist with. Some more people for the thousandth time. Cardi B, leave these people alone, man. man when is Cardi B gonna like? I can't wait till she fall off. See, she's still 25, 26, so they gonna still use her for her sex appeal. You see how they doing with Nicki Minaj right now? Mm. She can't have. She can't even have a show at Coachella. She can't even have a show with her shit fucking up now. They just they don't give a fuck about Nicki right now. Nicki's, Nicki's still trying to. Nicki's still trying to sell sex with that fake ass. Nigga's getting destroyed, and the only reason why she wasn't on stock drop, she's not even worth it being on stock drop at this point. Because no, I heard "Moment for Life" yesterday. Uh, something I saw work with. Listen, 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 Nikki. Song of the banger. The only difference between Nikki right now and Lil Kim is looks. That's it. Oh man, I'm. That's I'm, I'm taking it that far. The only thing, Lil Kim, man. Oh, Lil Kim, you were so cold, but now you're so damn warm. And when I say warm, I'm not talking about you piss hot. warm. You piss Luke warm, man. And I'm so disappointed in you. Oh, Nikki ain't too, Nikki and I, she gonna get something else done. Get you know she's trying to keep her young. Listen, it's okay to grow old. See, um, I see this on my Twitter by Nicki Minaj. Uh, she suffered competing against City Girls. They're they're like what? Maybe 25, 26. Carly B, 25, 26. The new Omega style, big old freak, big, big witty, big old. She's a gazelle. She is 5'10, and she wear heels, so she damn near 6'2. And she probably like 19, 20. She graduated from college. Congratulations to her. So she, she might be 21, 22. You about to be 40 years old, Nikki. You should have been found some bitch while you was making your money. See, like her, I think Nikki going going broke, bro. Mm. I think she's still trying to find out some extra money, bring out some extra money for what she can do. She was always going to do was rap. But at the end of the day, listen, your time is up. Get it up. You should have been, had a kid by now. 
I don't know if you're gonna move to China and start and turn into Chun Li, but you need to do something, nigga. Like it is like her career is done. Like there is really like what has she? What can she say that we now have her? These niggas are my sons. I got kids. I call them sons. What else could Nicki Minaj really say? Like, she is really... And, like, you can just tell. At the controller performance, and they just fucked up her whole set. They do not care about you, Nicki. Nicki, you might as well just go ahead and start going pop. You done got fucked around in the industry. You fuck niggas in the industry now. Now niggas don't want to be seen with you, be known to be really attached to you, unless you only have a set of them. They don't want to be with you. Now you got this little lame nigga you with. That's when you know it was bad. When, you, when she went from me to, to this, high school sweetheart. To, to this, like, to, to somebody that no one really knows. And it's okay that baby, I'm, I'm a lad. It's okay. But what I'm saying is, you was in the entry with all these people. You should have made all this money. Honestly, you should at least start a record label to have these, like, could essentially just sign Carly B under the beef and water or to sign the city girls, or to sign, make a stallion, but you didn't do that. You sit up there and kept trying to do pop. You went and you record music, and you going over your uh, performance that you have later on that night. I still think some record on songs, by the way. No one does. But what I'm saying is, it's like how, how what I was thinking is like. How is she having this much time to go back and forth with these fans, bro? Like, like they're they're literally you're giving them what what they want. You know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't be arguing with all these fans, bro. Especially the say, bro. Cardi B is the type of mom. Glad I never. I would hope to never end up with. I'm glad I died. Oh woman, I got hope because women like Cardi B, they're I can't stand an extra motherfucker. Anyone that's extra that caused drama, you can't even sleep. Who that bitch texting your phone? I, I can talk like that's the type of drama I feel like Cardi B is. Like she just too extra, and probably not to put it down at the same time. So like you just put up with her. You know what I'm saying? Someone ought to put it down to so put up with them, but you just can't stand them. <laughs> so Jody, Jody and Eve relationship. So like it's just that's, like that's what Cardi. That's what Cardi B and Offset is. Jody and Eve relationship. Ah man. Uh, Stop it, Cardi. But the thing we talking about the we going feminist the feminist in the hip hop culture. Once again, stop, Cardi. On to feminism and hip hop culture, man. So, like I said, I was on Double XL and I was on the Source, and I see Gun on there. It says Gun a preview slime season four, and I'm like, hell yes, I'm here for it. But then I noticed something a little weird. She never smiled. Gunners, Bugs Life looking ass, and them Cartier frames had on a damn Chanel bag purse. 250 in this man purse. She can get the biggest Chanel bag in the store if you want. I don't know what baby talking about a damn girl or a, a, a gunner. <laughs> listen, listen, man. This, this is on, what all. I'm trying to tell you. They are normalizing. This LGBTQ stuff—they're normalizing it. They are going after our actors. They're going after our entertainers. They going after everybody. They feel like, cause unfortunately, as a black community, we look up to our famous people more than we look up to anything else. To God, 
our famous people. We're gonna get on Beyonce in a few. Our famous people really control us more than you really think. Because and they know that that's why they let that's why they put them in clothes like that. That like him wear a purse that really remind me of you. Did, did you guys see Boondocks? With, uh, mm-hmm. You know what episode I was talking about? And by the way, that is why Boondocks is not around. My theory is because they predicted everything that is happening now from R. Kelly to this damn handbag <laughs> dress wearing, wearing foolishness we got going on. Homies <laughs> over hoes. <laughs> Homies, yeah, there I go. That, whatever that it's show was. delicious. Boondocks. Gangs delicious, man. Come on now. It's crazy how they really predicted all this stuff that is going on. And I, I do want to know why the fuck they both not stop. That you make a question up. The truth is unknown. Uh, and it's I, society. And I, it's just Young Thug. Uh, who else? What's up, Lil Uzi? Young Thug started this wave, man. Young Thug started painting his nails, and, and I listen to Young Thug. Young Thug definitely my top five, just because I, I like his craft and I like yeah, the way he makes music. Old, but I don't really listen to him. Oh no, you sleep. I can't wait for the album to come out. But when it comes to him personally, with with I'm, I'm against him painting his nails. We don't do that no more. Then if you notice, he has an artist, Lil Key, Lil Key on that. You know what I'm saying? That, that same funny stuff. They got a little handshake, kiss each other cheek. I don't know what that's about. Lil Uzi started this little. Oh man! Yeah, but you think about it is like you got to see them before they got the energy. It wasn't a lot. Then. It wasn't. And like one thing someone has said is that I watched them. They are paying people to do that. They are really really paying people. To look feminine just so it could trickle down to the poor. You know what I'm saying? Because even remember back to the with the Oscars and that dude wore that dress. It was a dude that wore a dress on the Oscars. Yeah. And it was bigging this young, this young black man up, but his gay husband had a nice tuxedo suit on, like a normal man. So our black man on TV gotta have a dress on that's gay. They gotta have, have some wig on, different uh fish neck legs, all that. But when it comes to their, their their individual gay white people, other than Bruce, they could have suits, they could have ties, they could be normal, like they could actually act like a man on TV when they're gay. By the way, man, I went on Fashion Nova, man. This is when Fashion Nova was popping. You feel me? I'm not saying it's not popping now, but they're like, yeah, man, Fashion Nova just dropped a new line for the men. You feel me? So I'm like, oh, let me go ahead and check that out. Man, I went on Fashion Nova. I never seen so many fishnets in my life. I'm like, I'm thinking like, wait, am I in the midsection? Mm. Yeah, I said, I already know I'm shopping on Fashion Nova. Like, yeah, that's just, if you shop on Fashion Nova, like I said, live, 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 live with your choices. You shop at Fashion Nova, please live with your choices. If you, listen, if you out, if you out and, and you wear some Fashion Nova or some guy walk to you and say, and want to get your number, that's your that's your fault for wearing that. Okay? And that's on period. And that's your fault for for uh for um oh, and that's your fault for wearing it. And another thing about the little purse, and while people was criticizing uh Gunner, young thug with show off his two Chanel butt bags. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, just get a book bag, man. There's nothing. What happened to the what happened to the uh, book bags? Them, them designer book bags you was wearing at one point in time. Let's get the book bag, man. Why why do you need a a, a, a satchel or, or a man bag? This or is or the purse. era of us not having fathers in our house. Once again, 
Because mm-hmm. don't know other culture do this. Not even the immigrant, even the black immigrants that come from like Nigeria, Ghana. Even they don't even do this. They ain't out here wearing that bullshit. <laughs> it's the ones that's been over here. Like oh, even they, their communities are, you know, because they got the communities inside our communities. They are allowed to have their fathers in their house households. Because I was getting into with some of the first generation kids here. And every time I kept saying, like, our piece on how we grew up here, why it's so different, I noticed one thing that kept coming back. Well, my dad taught me. Yeah, my dad taught me. Yeah, my dad taught me. And I kept noticing, I kept rebuttaling, I didn't name my father's name one time. I never brought my father's name one time in this argument. But every time they kept saying something, it was bringing their daddy and their daddy name up. Once again, every other culture allowed to have their daddies in their household. The white culture, the Indian culture, the Ethiopian culture that's in Columbus and Washington, D.C. Every other culture are allowed to have their daddies other than the black, North American black man that was actually here with, with, with the last name like Johnson and James. Oh, yeah, you go hoop. You go, go play football. But no, 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 your daddy. Why, why do you, I feel like, why do you feel it? You realize this? They couldn't stand love our ball. You know why? They were so used to these NBA daddies not being around, mm-hmm. or the, 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 the daddy, a step daddy, or the daddy probably dead from sucking drugs somewhere. They wanted love our balls around. They couldn't stand that man. They still can't stand love our something. He don't be talking no more. So, all right. So, on to the news. We have Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is a very popular show that is airing on HBO. I'm catching up on it. You know, I'm only on episode three, season one. But I noticed something that I didn't agree with. So, as I'm, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm searching through my news letters and whatnot. And I come across an interesting article. I come across an article that has their soundtrack coming out soon. And for for any of y'all who don't know about Game of Thrones, which I highly doubt, Game of Thrones is a show about the medieval times and who's going to rule the kingdom type bullshit. Got dragons, got damn dwarf, you know, medieval stuff. No black actors are in this. TV show. No black actresses are in this TV show. But the soundtrack will include ASAP Rocky, The Weeknd, SZA, Travis Scott, Tyler Dallasan, Joey Badass, and Lil Peep. Uh, Alright, I don't know who Lil Peep is, but they are, he's talking black as well. So my thing is, why you can't add our people in your show but you can add our people on your soundtrack. Don't come, don't, don't, don't come try to try to try to steal our artists now. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to steal our artists. No, no, no they do. Cause you know why? They need the black viewership. A uh, little Pete White, by the way. Oh, okay, good. But it sounded a little punk. That's why you got oh. the black punk. Huh? Yeah. But they want the black viewership. So you know, see, you need put in there. Scissor, ASAP Rocky. Wasn't it? Was Kendrick Lamar? No, Kendrick Lamar wasn't in there. But you see how they're giving up these black artists? Because, once again, they need the North American 
black man to promote everything that they do. They, they can't promote nothing without us. The military promoted by basically the, the North American black black man. An opportunity to fight for oil. The, uh, what else? Um, we already talked about the LGBTQ that was promoted by the black, the black people. Uh, Adidas, Nike, what else? Uh, cars. Any anything they want to promote, best believe music. Best believe they're going to go to a black person. Because of course the black person will do because they're gonna take take the money, they don't really care how it trickles down and makes the other people look. Anything they want to promote, they're gonna go to a black man because they know that we are the culture of this world, and they, a lot of people follow what we do. Because, dog, Game of Thrones, you would expect some opera, some, you know what I'm saying, some oh, Mozart, you know what I'm saying? Like, you expect something like that, dog. ASAP Rocky music. Damn, I'm trying to enjoy it. I've been cast his ass, man. He, he's a bad, he's a bad, he's bad for the black man image. He is so fucking bad, man. When, when I tell you what I saw this interview, you know what I'm saying? I, I think I'm the bad bitch in a relationship. You gotta see how you gonna. You a grown ass man calling yourself a bad bitch? <laughs> Why are you calling yourself a bad bitch? You a grown ass black man? The shit you was doing, no, nah, cause that's how I watch movies. I ain't gonna say that. Just, just look wearing skirts on stage with Kanye West. We all know Kanye West going. <laughs> <laughs> like selling church shirts for two hundred dollars. Like, the hell is wrong with you, man? Bruh, come on, come on, man. Kanye was your ass that you you bound to be on the stock. I mean, sister, I ain't gonna really say nothing bad. I actually like Scissor. She ever she ever really flip flipped flip on the jet. But I feel like her next next album will sound a take take a switch switch it. Scissor, you know I'm glad that you you kept it real. But some of these girls really are bar borrowing other females, man, for the weekend. And you know what? I just want to thank you personally for keeping it real. Because some of these females don't want to keep it real. And they want to act like they all so holy and purified. Nigga, you, you, know be here, you be around here. Stealing, you be around here stealing females, uh, dudes, too. Yes, we know. You know, we, we know we, everyone's talk. We know that you're, you, you like to get around. So, mm -hmm. so, so, so stop fronting and continue what you're doing. Before I block your page. I know a few of y'all. <laughs> like, please stop it. Please stop it. But back on to Beyonce. King B, wife of arguably the top rapper in the game, Jay-Z. Beyonce has made a deal with Netflix, if y'all aren't aware. And it is titled Homecoming. Now... This documentary gave her $60 million in revenue, which is tremendous, right? But if you look at the letters on this thing, it has Greek letters in the title. And for the O, it's a theta. For the E, it's a sigma. Listen here, Beyonce, I don't care how much money you make. You ain't doing no community service like we are. You ain't paying no dues like we are. And you damn sure ain't having your phone get blown up by profiles all damn day. And like, 
See, it's a it's a tough situation because, like I said, Beyonce did say that she's giving money to to uh, HBCUs. Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand for some students for the tuition that for a semester, and that's something you, you gotta. It's does, that make that, does that make us selfish? That we that is that. I don't know if I'm selfish or not, but come on now. I understand I mean, she didn't have to give nothing she but twenty thousand dollars. She never had to study up to two a.m. Whether they study lyrics, Dog. she didn't have to you know put the hard work in that most that people do to get in these oars. But you gotta call it what it is. There were a lot of people from our orgs doing the show. If, if they didn't do the show for her, she wouldn't have that that uh that bad that 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 bad. So, can we necessarily blame her, or can we blame the people that, that actually did put a lot of work in to get there, but got, want, got, got, they got to get, get the check? So, hey, Beyonce wants us to give her our culture for possibly $10,000, and it's only going to my pocket. I, what, would you do it? I mean, it depends on how, they, how do you feel about your own pride. How do you feel about your own self-integrity? You know what I'm saying? Like Now, don't get me wrong. The culture, the culture of this... It was definitely beautiful, you know what I'm saying? She had the band playing and she had a lot of black culture. So I definitely love I, I definitely like that. Shout out to Beyonce for that, for implementing our people in it. But like I said, what I don't what I don't really rock with is the whole come on now. Like this, I, I, this I, you, I know what you're saying. There's people still there's people still purchasing Dangerous in Love, man. You know what I'm saying? There's people still purchasing Reno Law on iTunes. Like these artists still are getting paid to this day. To this day. They still get <laughs> they still get paid to this day from music they made years ago. Duh. You buying paintings, Picasso's, these damn these paintings about a, a listen, smooth million. One thing that Umar Johnson did say, he said this. A lot of these black entertainers making a lot of money. He said, you don't want to tell them how to spend their money because they, they make money, which is true. It is their money they can spend how they want to spend it. But there are a lot of HBCUs in, in danger of just, like, Wilberforce just falling off the map because they can't, can't afford to stay open. Mm-hmm. And, but you're, you're using culture from black HBCUs that we, once again, that we brought in Understand you want to lump something in this weed, but you're not in none of the orgs. So uh, that our ancestors slaves to get to get recognized as a Greek organization. So now you want to come piggyback and then make sixty million dollars off of it and only donate a hundred. Wait, it was I mean, four HBCUs. So it's at four hundred dollars. It was four. Four. So it's it was yeah, it was four. And that's the problem. That's the problem. The, the problem with our community is we're, we're satisfied okay, with, with yeah, our business. Yeah. We're satisfied mm-hmm. with, oh, well, you know, it's something like you said, that nine to five. We got that nine to five thought process, and it's a cancer in our community. We always want to, oh, well, you know, it's a little summer. You know what I'm saying? Forgive me and humble. We our, our people been enslaved, bro. Our people I agree been... with that. That's why we need our reparations. And let me just add this little reparations topic in. So, um, Joe Biden, the uh, vice president that was for Barack Obama, you know, we all know who Barack Obama is the president that used the Black American culture to seem like he was black, he's Kenyan and white. Uh, yeah, his, his color is 
it's it's a shadow of black, you know. You know, he 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 look at his features now. See, not a drink I really look at his features. Yeah, I, I can see that Kenyan in him. But uh no, he he his his vice president decided to run for the twenty twenty election. And you know what I'm saying? He posted how you know he and like when Chavon posted it, I looked looked at the comments, and that's what I do, right? There are so many lost black motherfuckers. Uncle Joe. Joe, my president. Joe 2020. Joey, yes, you're back. Back Barack Obama be the vice president. Do what? Do you know this man was the vice president of a man who did not get the fuck about the black community? He was in office. To this day, he talked down about the black. He talked down to it. Why? Are you guys happy that you think he's gonna get in and change? What first of all, what is his black agenda? What is his black agenda? Not no multicultural, no diversity, people of color agenda. No, we're not trying to hear that bullshit. Joe Biden, what is your black agenda? How are you gonna how are you gonna make sure we get reparations to fix the wealth gap? Not to put money, but just to fix the wealth gap. You know what they're scared of, huh? They're, they are scared of that. You see how black people evolved with nothing? See how far we came? Made something out of nothing, baby. Made something out of nothing? Just imagine if you have something. You know what I'm saying? We was 400 years behind, y'all. And no, we haven't caught up to y'all. But we, we did good enough where for someone, people who didn't come from nothing to be in areas like where we are in, Unfortunately, we always usually deal with music and hooping or football, but we're still we're still in those brackets. Just imagine if you actually give us what we're owed, not a handout, like some black lawyers would like to say. Give what we're owed for 40 years of free labor, Jim Crow. We had to fight for civil rights to fight that we were human beings. And we want a handout? No, no, no. That is owed to us. I feel like we should have been going to school for free. This shit should have been free for me. I feel like all my debt should be cleared up from Ohio University. All my kids go to school for at least 400 years until our 400 years for free school because that's when we lost. Some money that and property because don't, don't give us money without giving us property because if you just give us money now, it's going to just get blew away because we don't know how to act. But if you give us our property back too with the money so we can build businesses, build probably our own banks, build things that can help us succeed, they don't want that because they know we're going to run this country. Because you give us an inch, we take the whole mile, we take everything, we, we gobble up everything. That, that's why we're all starting to populate them. They'll give us 14% of are black African Americans. That's the number that they give us. Because they're slowly just chopping us down. A black army gets shot here. A church gets shot up here, get burnt down there. Ten black dudes inside. You know what I'm saying? These LGBTQ couples adopting little kids and then killing them once they adopt them. Little black kids. So that like they giving us certain numbers that they want us to us to pay attention to just because of they don't want our population growing. That's why there are a lot of abortion clinics in our neighborhoods and a lot of things that keep our neighborhoods down like guns and alcohol and these Arabs that sell uh, backwoods knowing nobody smoke backwood with them. They smoke weed with them, but weed illegal. Stuff like that, you know. 
Well, that wraps up episode three of Double Jeopardy. We would like to thank all of you for tuning in. Appreciate y'all. We hope that you all have gained something from this week's episode. I hope everyone had a great Easter. By the way, it is Wednesday, April 24th. Okay. The Avengers come out tomorrow, baby. We are in the end game, and I can't wait to see what's going down. Shout out to all the graduating seniors. Next Friday or Saturday, me and Alonzo Hill will be graduating. Yes, sir. And man, pass those finals, pass those finals. It's a holiday. Once again, we are in the end game. I purchased my ticket April 2nd because I am not playing. And uh, Do not ruin the end game. If you watch the movie before, do not tell us what happened. Don't post it on Twitter. Don't post it on all goddamn Instagram. Do not ruin the movie at all. Shout out to Likeable Assholes Podcast in Jacksonville. Shout out to the bros, Rue Rue. Shout out to Cabot Beside, Young Noob, Spring 19, Hard to Kill, Walk to the Bond. And y'all have a blessed day out there, man. We out of here.